you have made the decision, probably 30 or 40 minute decision, depending on how long this intro goes, to embrace an episode of Recapping with Cam. This is a show where I get to speak to whoever I feel like speaking to for that episode. And I also get to speak about whatever I speak about. And I'll always sound like an insolent child in the intro who's just been told you can't you can't have a show where you speak to anyone. <laughs> so that's how I start every, if this is your first episode, um, that's how I start every episode. Argumentative, as if you've just told me what I can't do, and then I'm going and going, you know what? What I want more than anything is a premiseless podcast. <laughs> I um I got my hair cut professionally today, which if you only listen to the audio version of this, you're probably like, okay, so did everybody once to twice a month depending on how fast their hair grows but for me about a year ago I started shaving my head shaving it all off and um, mostly doing it myself although my friend Kizzy did it once or twice for me and made it look really good somehow added shading to the side of a bald head which is impressive Uh, she's also launched her own barber it's called Kenneth Jeffries if you're in Melbourne definitely check it out because he is amazing at what she does I um so I went to a different barber because I'm in Perth now this barber was called like the gentleman's choice <laughs> um which sounds seedy and when you walked in I had never been in there I just booked it I just looked on google maps to see what was open and the gentleman's choice was open so they got my they got my service today. Um, and everything, I think maybe just because it's been so long since I had a professional haircut, I've just been shaving it off with some clippers that I got off the internet myself. I've been cutting my own hair, cutting it all off maybe once or twice a week. Um, so it felt weird being back in a barber, but they're like, what do you want? I was like, get rid of all of it. And then they did the whole... Um, cutthroat razor a few they drop a towel on your head and then a different a cold towel after that and then um rub some liquids inside into the skull and um i'd forgotten i'd forgotten what it was like to get that head massage that comes with a haircut and i don't know if girls get this haircut but i know that almost every time a dude gets a haircut at an sort of fancy place the person will take you over to the sink and wet your head and then um, massage your head for a while for a while longer than feels platonic and does it feel good yeah but do you feel a little bit weird because you're you're kind of intimate with this person Mm mm-hmm and today's one was Weirder, because I didn't know that bald people, which I am, that's what I am now. I didn't know we still got the massage. Felt a little suspicious. (laughs) Like I, like wondered about her her motives. Um, But anyway, I still, 
and yeah, again, I I think maybe only I don't know if girls get the massage. Um, if you do, if you're a girl and I'm being ignorant, I'm sorry. We maybe we all get massages when we get a haircut. That the um, yeah, it, it feels feels almost too good to be honest. Uh, and so I was getting the massage just on my bare on my bare head, and she's pouring oils on it. And then she said, oh, that feels so good. My eyes were shut. So I think she knew I pro- I agreed. But it, I assume she meant the job she had done getting rid of all the hair. Like she likes smooth things. But also I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and I didn't. In the moment, I just reacted instinctively. I just said, yep. I don't know if... I probably shouldn't have even answered. I think she was just admiring her own work. She wasn't like, thank you for... (laughs) Thank you for the effort your head is putting in beneath my fingertips. I think she was more like, I've done a great job. And then I interrupted by being like, yep, you have. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it felt felt good to be back in a, a hairdresser. Like I think... I'd forgotten I'd forgotten that feeling. I'd been doing the work myself for so long. I'd picked up I'd stolen somebody's job for the last year, which was very selfish of me. But yeah, they definitely do a better job of I've never massaged my own head, but they do a better job of um of cutting it cutting it right down as well. So thank you to the gentleman's resort or the gentleman's choice. I can't remember exactly which one it was. The gentleman's something Gentleman, as a word, has changed its meaning a lot over the years. I think a hundred years ago, you'd take it at face value. You go, ah, a gentleman has left a letter behind for you, ma'am. I think her response would be like, oh, and she'd picture a man in a suit who treated people equally. But now, if I hear the word gentleman, oh, I would assume he's he's been... He's been up to some things. And also it's the sort of word that like a cop or a security guard uses to be belittling towards the gentleman. I can imagine like if you're at a public swimming swimming pool and an announcement comes over, it's like, could the gentleman with the backwards hat and the speedos stop filming <laughs> the ladies in the pool? Like gentleman now just means any dude i think it actually feel i think it now means a guy who's up to no good the gentleman with the checkered past is more likely than the gentleman who's donated to charity recently and upholds equality yeah gentleman i think gentleman is a polite way of saying douchebag these days but yep i that's my barber the douchebag's decision or the gentleman's the gentleman's decision. <laughs> that's, that's my hairdresser's name. On today's episode, I am catching up with, or I should use, I'm recapping on recent events with my friend Charlie. Hey. Here he is. How you going? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Charlie. Just, oh, sorry, you guys. Sorry, what? You go. Oh, I was just—I was just looking for a, an ideal spot to have this um, this chat, and I ended up in the the Collingwood uh, was it the training ground, the old one, Victoria Park Station. 
I know the one, yeah. Um, yeah. Chadwick Stallion filmed our Eddie Maguire film clip there. Ah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's a scenic spot. Seen yeah, I haven't seen that video, but I will I'll check it out now that I know that. I know you're on 10% battery, but I'm going to show you that video right now because it's worth it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just drain it down to five. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. I think you're the first person on here who's done their interview from outdoors. So thank you. Oh, good. There you go. Then. Yeah. And am I, am I the first um, international uh, expat as well? Um. I don't know if you count New Zealand Kiwis and Australia as international expats, but our accent. Uh, yeah, technically you are international. Yeah, but I think that like notable international expat. That's how I'd introduce you. Yeah, well, I've probably travelled the furthest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's going on today, man? I know you've made some time. You've got a sounds like a busy Sunday. What's what's happening? Oh well, so I've. Over, over lockdown, I'll, I'll give you the backstory to this first. Um, I, um, during that lockdown period where we were sort of stood down from work, I'm not sure how you, how you were, how it related to you with your work. Uh, I think Lost my maybe job. you were, yeah, okay. Um, well, I, I got stood down, I mean, as most people did from the government. And um, uh, in that period of time, I was sort of uh, exploring different sort of creative outlets to sort of kill time or maybe just, um, to build on more personal experience with things and I try things new and I uh, decided to um, sign up to this um, this, com this company called Mabel it's like um, they offer support workers um, they offer people with disabilities um, support workers that are sort of tailored to their sort of needs you know and I thought it'd be something that would be quite rewarding to me and, and, and help others you know need because especially during that time when there was, you know, a lot of people needing help with, with certain things. Um, yeah, so then I, uh, I wasn't able to, to actually um, participate with that in that period, but I, I, I got, um, I got a, I sort of, I guess, registered um, or whatever, so, somewhat qualified, even though like it was, didn't require too much in the sense of like, um, uh, doing anything too technical to, to get qualified you know there was a few sort of online multiple choice questions that I had to answer and, and just make it's basically common sense questions um, but anyway I got I got registered now and uh, and I've started to sort of see different people and clients and try and help and help people in different ways yeah so I've, I've done I've done two jobs now and I went to see another person um, today and just to sort of get a um, just to kind of like make an introduction and see how I might feel. I'm, I'm a bit sort of unsure about it though, because this is um, it's a, a lady who has uh, two elderly parents. One's mm -hmm. 95 and the other one's 97. Yep. And, um, and the 95 year old, um, he's, he's, uh, he's just come down, uh, being diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's or some sort of version of it. And, um, and he needs a lot more, he's become a lot more sort of dependent. And so uh, she basically needs him, needs help with him to uh, get around a bit and, and some companionship. Um, yeah, right. And so, I, so I'm, just, I'm just a bit worried, you know, he's very fragile and I don't want to like, you know, 
cause uh, any problems or any or make it worse for him, you know, or you know, risk. Obviously, there's lots of risks you can get from uh, when you, when you're sort of 95, probably. Um, yeah. So okay. Good so, innings, isn't it? So you're kind of that sounds like probably quite a normal feeling before going into something like that. You're like, oh no, hopefully I help this person and don't don't cause any any issues. Yeah. 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 Don't don't like end their life too soon even though they have already kind of like had a great life probably yeah i'm sure that way anyway surely there's not too much you could do that would that would no up, right well well that's what my friend just told me she was she said you know he's got parkinson's he's, and he's 95 if he dies it's not your fault <laughs> it's kind yeah. of it's probably just nature having its way isn't it like yeah it's kind yeah. of you know I mean, as but, long as, as, long as people, you can't be you can't be too reckless, I'd imagine. But as long as you're not skateboarding around his house and high fiving him, yeah, yeah, as, as he drifts, or, or, or doing hill bombs with him in his wheelchair. Yeah, they probably he's probably <laughs> it's probably better that he's not doing that stuff with you. <clears throat> so if you knock that yeah. stuff on the head, then um, then you should be sweet. Yeah, but I, I did a really interesting thing um, right at the beginning of this um, mm. when I got when I got sort of registered um i got this random phone call from the people at the um at the company and they were wanting to do these um this promotional video for the app to encourage others to to sort of explore some more creative outlets in their life and i suppose like that they they asked me because they noticed in my in my profile that i'd sort of expressed that i um i had an interest in art and i i I kind of like got a lot more into it during the lockdown yeah but i had i had sort of dabbled a little bit um, like a bit previously, because I had a housemate at the time who, who was a keen artist, and, and we just kind of like bonded over that, and mm. you know, tried new things and whatever else. And uh, and so they picked up on that uh, particularly, and and they'd asked me if I wanted to partake in this promotional video um, with a client. Yeah. And and I, and I again, I was like, I just want to reiterate to you that I'm not a professional artist, so I, I'm just doing it as a hobby. I don't want to come across as I'm, I'm some sort of like amazing, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a, a great style or like I'm a, you know, world famous yeah. painter or something like that. Cause I'm really not, I just do it for fun and it's like, a, it's a hobby. Mm. But they were like, it's, it's fine. Don't, you know, we don't want you to, we don't want someone who's, um, who's got a lot of experience. It's more just about trying to encourage people who, who might, think that they'd like to try it but haven't got the confidence to do it and so it's like i guess maybe i'm the perfect person in a sense because i'm sort of new new to it too so i'm feeling my way around it as well yeah awesome um but ended up going down to this um hotel room that they booked out with this client and and it turned out that their client was um dylan alcott do you know who that is i'm not aware of them no he's um he's a paralympian um gold medalist wow uh, australia australian tennis player and also basketball player he's also got a podcast which is really interesting it's really yeah. cool it's called listen able um which is worth checking out yep and 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 i think he's also does some like he's a tv sort of personality as well i think yeah from what i understand um and um yeah so we did it i did it with him it was it's quite it's quite cool you know he was really nice and and we did a we had like maybe 20 or 30 minutes to paint this picture yeah um well, so i was a bit nervous about that how, how that did, they give you, did they give you a subject to paint or was it just whatever came into uh, your mind? It, it was like 
so the style that I was like trying to uh, sort of um, replicate is uh, is just is something that I just uh, realised lately that you know because some some I've got a, a few different paintings that I've that I've um, worked on mm. and some of them have like characters in there and some of them are just like just like slapping paint on and moving it around yeah and I found I found that the 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 paintings where I'd have to draw a character was a lot more stressful for me because I, I'm not a real I'm not like a perfect artist at, at getting the shapes right you know so that like but I like to sort of at least make it look like what it's meant mm. to be um but when but where whereas like putting the paint on and just moving around with a palette knife and, and just slapping it over mm. it, it sort of takes away the thought process and you can just like just like zone out on it and just and it's quite therapeutic in a sense you know you can literally clear your mind and just get it and just and just um and sort of create something at the same time yeah but, so i tried to incorporate that style into it which was um which i thought it's probably easier for people who who may be a bit nervous about trying to paint but are I don't have but no they don't have the skills necessarily but mm. still want to have a go yeah you know that that way anybody can do it so I yeah. just sort of did that really and and I've seen a few different um YouTube videos of uh certain artists like recreating like postmodernism, like star paintings um like um like de Kooning and um and Jackson Pollock sort of artists like that where their their style is all about just kind of like bright colors and and sort of being just like and not really thinking too much about the process hmm. but just so, you, yeah as an outlet visual art is a world that i'm pretty unfamiliar a bit out of my depth on like all i know is basically batman and watchmen i'm more from visual artists i only know like comic book artists but that sounds yeah exciting and it sounds rewarding as well is it something that you feel like you'll be able to carry on with now? Does it feel like it's going to become part of your life? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, my intention was and is um, to kind of like, you know, you get, you get stuck into a, into a sort of a, a routine with, with work, don't you, where like day in, day out, it feels like it's a groundhog day. You know, you sort of wake up at the same time, you go the same route to work, you do the same hours, you go home and it's like the next day starts again and it's like, it can get a bit monotonous and I, and I don't, I try and I, every now and again, I get, I get down about it and I just need to like try and invigorate some, some sort of change and re refresh a bit. And I think this is a, this is something that I'd like to sort of build on and maybe hopefully um, trade some hours with my other job and build this into it. So that I have a bit of a sort of variation to my routine a bit more, you know, like, Mm. I think it's important to have that, you know, just for mental health issues and just, just to generally, and it's, it's nice to like meet new people and, and get about a bit more and just, you know, and, and it might even spur, spur some like more enjoyment in that, in your other job too, because you now you're doing it less frequently and it's, and when you do do it, maybe you're sort of invigorated more for it too, you know? Mm. Yeah. I love that. And how are you going work-wise now? Did you get your other work back? And are you doing all right with employment stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've been back at work now for maybe like three months or so. Mm. Like when, as soon as they, as soon as they uh, relaxed, like relaxed it again, I think it was like mid-September, I've been back at work full-time since then. Yeah. Um, 
um but uh yeah it's um yeah it's uh it's kind of taking its toll now a bit i think yeah as in your as, as it as just just like just i'm getting to that i'm going for those sort of um feelings again of just wanting change and uh you know change an environment and change of things going on yeah so yeah for sure yeah so i think oh sorry sorry we've got a bit of a bit of a delay (laughs) yeah has it felt like much of a difference since restrictions lifted uh, like lifted slightly for you or are you still feeling like that is sort of like a looming thing in the background um sorry what, what, what do you mean sorry so when melbourne's restrictions lifted in the last month or so did that help yeah. with um how you're feeling generally or uh oh yeah definitely i mean being able to get out about it again and sort of see friends and and just go to the pub mm. it, it's so important isn't it you know just to so- socializing it was like being locked away i was i was you know luckily i i I, I had a bit of a sort of a toxic household relationship before, like uh, just after the first uh, lockdown, mm. um, which it wasn't as severe as it was in the second lockdown. And I managed to move um, just before the second lockdown hit. So I, I moved into a house where uh, um, it was with somebody that I you know I knew and, and we had a good friendship. And um, and the house house had like a big space, like a nice garden, to sort of spend time in when i was living in richmond before uh it was like a tiny little place and housemates were, were very nice and mm. it just felt very uncomfortable so it was really good to get that have that change of energy yeah and have that space to move around to ha- at least have that space when when we were so confined to our homes you know mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's great now that we've we can sort of get out and about again and start to see bands maybe like well, I mean, I know there's been a few gigs happening lately. Um, I haven't. I've been to one actually. I, I, I went to see um, Bones and Jones at the retreat the other day, and uh, and I and I got my camera out again for the first time, taking band band shots, which was nice. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I still haven't sent you those ones of your gig, have I? Which you liked? I think you mentioned that. Ah, um, uh, the double exposures. Actually, those were yeah. Great. Yeah, those were so good. Yeah. Yeah, have you yeah I'll, have to, I'll have to dig them out for you. Yeah. Could I get you just where the microphone is on your headphone cord? Would I be able to get you yeah. where my hand is just to cover it from the wind? So if you put your oh. hand, yeah. Um, like, like this. Um, so kind of like palm open so it blocks the wind on one side, but so that you can still talk into it. Yeah, perfect. Like this. Yeah, yeah. Now it's blocking the wind noise. Okay. <clears throat> are you still playing? So are you still playing with that double exposure style? Um, well, I mean, that was like almost a complete accident, actually. <laughs> it, what, what happened was, um, so I, I must have taken a, a roll of film and, and, and funnily enough, it was in the same venue, but it was, um, it was, a, it was, a, it was the, so it was the Grace Cummings, um, album launch, which was downstairs. Hmm. And I, and I took shots of that night and and then i think maybe you played a week later upstairs yeah and and sometimes what happens is i'll like i'll take a, a roll and then i'll just take it out of the camera and change the roll and then forget that that's been shot on yeah and then i'll just like and then i'll go back to the shop uh and i'll say oh this because 
one few things that have happened before with one of my cameras is that when I try and load it, sometimes it it doesn't load properly, and then I and then I'll try and wind it back, mm. and then I'll wind it too far back, and then it will go back inside it in, into the canister. So I'll have to like go to the shop and then get to pull it pull it out so I can reuse it. Yeah. And I must have thought that that's what happened. So then I put it back in the camera and and shot all your photos on it. And it just happened to like it just happened to like layer over it in a perfect kind of way. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, 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 honesty, but that looked they looked amazing. I I do remember thinking, oh, I don't remember that other band that we've been blended with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I haven't seen the other band. Yeah, well, and that's why I, I was a bit sort of dubious about using it because it felt like like. Like, like, who's, who's really like? I mean, yeah, I can't. Who, who can use it really? Like, like, it's like if you got someone else in the shot, it's like, well, is it your photo? Or is it their photo? I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful dilemma that you've created. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice for art purposes, I suppose. Like, but I mean, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be very useful for, for promoting a band, I suppose. Like, maybe unless you cut it off cut it up a little bit but or maybe collaged it what was that band called the other band that you blended us with uh, uh, grace cummings but there was a few others as well leah senior played that night too and mm. i can't remember who else was on that lineup well i guess in but, order for us to be able to give those photos the light of day maybe grace cummings and charging stallion need to co-headline <laughs> co-headline a show yeah. that we can start yeah using those photos it could happen, you know. You yeah. Just put the word out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. What else? You say, you say I, I heard from another podcast you've mm. done that you said that you're still doing work with, with Charging Stallion. Mm. How, how are you managing to coordinate that living in Perth now? Yeah, well, the band stuff is definitely more paused. We recorded a new EP uh, about six months ago, just before I moved here, actually. So we recorded yeah. four songs that we've been playing live but haven't recorded and we just need those to be mixed and mastered and so we'll have a release that we don't need to jump in the studio to do because we've done the recording yeah uh, and then the the podcast itself the plan is just to do it exactly how we're doing this right now so just remotely so timmy and i were actually doing the charging stallion podcast remotely probably for the last for three of the last episodes i think the very last episode before i moved we did it face to face but the three before that because of melbourne lockdown we weren't allowed to be at each other's houses so we just did it over the phone actually less techie than this we weren't on zoom and couldn't see each other we just had a phone up to one ear and then our good microphones up to our mouths and then i would blend the audio later so it was kind of a, yeah. a complex nice. way of doing it but yeah the good thing about the podcast is it can be done like this and then music wise it's just about us releasing those new songs. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's man. good. It's a good thing that you, you, you you're doing is still keeping in, like, still keeping some like momentum with with everything, and uh, keeping in touch with with everything that's going on. Which is, uh, I think, that's you know really cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. It feels good to be doing things regularly. Just doing this, even this solo show, just where I chat to people with no real premise feels good like it almost feels like my version of the gym because I, I don't like real gyms but I like regularly using the skills that I have so it feels it feels healthy for me mental gym mental workout exactly how about yourself with music yeah. are you writing at the moment 
Um, writing drums. Writing <laughs> <laughs> uh, rhythms. I, yeah, I, I, I do have a drum kit in the house. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things, though. You know, when you've got something that's so close to you, you kind of it's it's weird. You, I, I felt I find like I, I'm, I'm neglecting it more than I probably should, considering how close it is. It's literally in the room next to me, and I'm just and. Uh, uh, it's, the thing is, I'm a bit conscious about the noise. It's like it's it is really loud, mm. and uh, and so I just don't want to piss off the neighbors off too much. Is it but, a, uh, but I, apartment or a house? Sorry, apartment or house? Oh, it's a house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's in a it's in a very quiet sort of area mm. as well. Like I think there's quite a few elderly people around. Yeah. So, I mean. Actually, I, I do think that the, my next neighbor is deaf, so that might be okay. If I just, if I angle it towards him, yeah, then uh, <laughs> he he might he might not be be too bothered by it. Was he like that <laughs> already, or because you moved in and started drumming? I think I think he's just, he's quite elderly, and I think maybe he. My housemate had mentioned that he might be a bit hard of hearing, so yeah. But he would definitely definitely be harder of hearing now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Just finish the job off for him. Yeah. And what's on for the Christmas holidays? Have you got holidays? What's the plan? You feel like you've got some some space and time to recharge from everything you've got? Yeah, well, actually, um, so la- last year, my mum uh, flew over from England and her sister lives in Perth and I was over there last year. Oh, yeah. But, but this year, um, all of my friends pretty much are, are going away. And uh, and I was actually going to go up the coast too, and um, but now like Sydney things happened, mm. um, it's kind of confirmed it. It's not going to happen for me now, so I, I'm not going to f- be flying to Sydney and and then going off from there. But I did see there was this um, a random um, Instagram story that I that I picked up on, which was like something that I follow, which is friends of a f- that we have mutual friends. I don't, I'm not sure exactly why I'm following them, but I think I saw something creative once and I just sort of liked it. And I guess from then on, I've just started following them. Yeah. But they did a post where they were saying they're hosting a uh, Christmas brunch mm. and anybody who, who feels like coming along, there'll be, a, there'll be, there'll be a, a seat for them at the table. So I just responded and said, um, can I come? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know them and I don't know anybody that's going to be there, but I feel like, that's kind of exciting as well, you know. It's like it's yeah. nice to you know, do these random things, spontaneous things sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's a it's a nice place. It's a, it's in Warrandyte, and so I know I know there's a nice um, um, uh, river there that you can go and swim in. So if it's a nice day, which it should be, it would yep. be good to to have a dip as well whilst I'm out, whilst I'm out there. Mm. Um, yeah, something different. Yeah, man, oh, I love that. Yeah, I was kind of weighing up trying to come to Melbourne for a few days over Christmas. Mm. But I just feel like even though it wasn't the most recent outbreak, wasn't Melbourne, it was Sydney. I just don't want to get stuck in any city and then have to work remotely. Like I just feel like it's safer to let things settle for a little longer. So I'm just going to be in Perth. One of my colleagues has invited me along to have um, Christmas with her and her husband and their kid. So I'll probably do that yeah. at some point. But yeah, aside from that, I'll just be on Zoom calls and chilling with my cat. Yeah, jump on your scooter, have a little whiz around. Exactly. I managed to get myself a Christmas tree. I was hunting for Christmas trees 
and there were basically none in Perth. Ran Kmart, went to Target. Target basically didn't have anything Christmas themed at all, but I managed to find a Christmas tree that's maybe about a foot high. It's it's rubber and it looks like it's covered in snow. So I've got something. <laughs> it, it's um, a rubber a rubber Christmas tree. A sure rubber Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did like to see it walked in at midnight, but I assume it's a Christmas. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've got was that. It from the, was it from the, the adult shop by any chance? <laughs> you know it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give myself a couple of gifts, put some presents underneath it, some tiny little, tiny little presents. Christmas butt plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I guess his ten percent battery just died. But what better way to finish and what better way to say goodbye than on the phrase Christmas butt plug. So thank you for joining me, Charlie. Send me a message. My Instagram is camread.normalday. Um, and I have a website where I've, I've been a little bit lazy, but there's some stuff on there, like a couple of short films that I've acted in and a couple of um, things that I've written and directed. It's heyitscam.com. But yeah, come be on an episode. Or if you're like, well, I can't really be bothered being on an episode, but um, I know somebody who can be bothered. Tell them first. Don't just send me their number so that I'm springing an interview on them. Hit them up, say, hey, are you interested in this? And uh, they can take it from there. They can message me. Um, trying to think if there's any anyone I don't want you to send that to. No. Well, there probably is. But um, I'll do the screening when I'm not actually on the show. So if you send me something like, hey, here's, here's an ex from 10 years ago. I'll be like... And then just, and then just never podcast again. No, I will just not not have my ex on the show. Thanks for the offer, but um, I'd rather you came on the show so that I could talk you through why that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>